everybody. How's it going? Welcome to the Giant DevCast. Hey, we have a name. Yeah. About friggin' time. I mean, we went through like how many different we, There was options. a spreadsheet of names. Uh, yeah. I don't know that we want to go through all the names because uh, someone yeah. will inevitably think that one is better than the other. But uh, Oh, I still think mine was better. I don't give a fuck about anybody's feelings. Uh, he even made artwork uh, before he even asked me. It was so good, though. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. It was so good. No, it, it was, well, I ended up uh, naming the first uh, episode that. Sorry yes. we changed things with a frowny face. It yeah. would have been good. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's totally. the, yeah, this one's a little more descriptive. I think that goes well of what it is. Goes along with the, <laughs> with the whole like, you know, website thing. Website, yeah. yeah. The one the one we work on. Anyways, I'm Dan Hour. Hey, I'm Will. And we're actually joined with Chris James this time around. How's it going, dude? It's going well. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so Chris, uh, he's one of the engineers on the team. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been here now? Uh, I've been here for about two and a half years. Holy crap. Already? Already. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like you're part of the team that was kind of working on this full time for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a few months now. Yeah, and uh, when it comes to all the engineering work, obviously, like there's the back end stuff, front end stuff. There's like all this, all the shit in the middle. Like, where do you sit? Um, I sit pretty much in the middle. Uh, I can work on do the back end work as well as the front end stuff. So I'm kind of doing it all. Okay, sweet. Uh, which means that it's going to be an absolute treat to talk about the topic at this time around. Yeah. Because uh, I think I, we want to talk about episodes. Yeah. That's kind of the crux of the new website is episodes and, you know, grouping all this stuff together into shows and seasons and things that make sense for, you know, a video driven website, which this, this really is now. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's kind of the topic for the day. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but before that, <laughs> we actually launched the site. Yeah, something did happen this week. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll start. You know, we'll lead into that eventually. But first, we want to start about launch. Start talking by talking about launching the website. Um, yeah, getting it out there. Yeah, yeah. Because when we did the first episode, it was like right after doing the beta. Yeah, we literally recorded it. Was it the day after the beta? I. It was a blur. Yeah, it's a blur. Um, but this is actually the day after the site launch. Yeah. Um, and we've managed to calm it down and fix enough stuff that we could take an hour or so and come record a podcast. Yep. Yep. So, um, gosh, I, I feel like there was a few things that we kind of wanted to like go through. Yeah. I, I think just starting off by discussing like what happened and how it went out. Um, I, I think I'm super proud of the team. I think first of all, that the site went out pretty fast smoothly i mean obviously we had little issues here and there as you know if you were on the site in the first hour or two you probably noticed some broken things you know you may have got a 500 error page here and there um you know there's no substitute for testing with live ass people um you know (laughs) (laughs) people trying to break the site and trying to push things to the limits and doing things you didn't expect or didn't know about uh we had the beta but you know that's limited subset of users who go to that beta but um you know having the full weight of giant bomb behind a site um you know really brings some bad some like broken stuff to the front um that being said though the site stayed up um you know stayed performant like didn't didn't slow down at all and uh i think that's just testament to the how well the team recovered from that beta outage and was like okay now we know what's wrong now and we know how to make it better yeah, like, uh, God, it was hilarious to me because nothing went down and, like, there was no, like, huge panic. So I started to, like, fabricate panics <laughs> by, like, this image doesn't look good. It's fucking grainy. Dan came over to my desk <laughs> frantically, like, look at the look at the Playdate image. Look, it's, it looks like shit. I was like, all right, well, let's, let's upload a new image. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's supposed to be 1080p. Oh, my God. 
Uh, clearly, it was fine. We yeah, just uploaded yeah. a new one. But um, yeah, and I got in the middle of that. Like, I've made a joke every time that we've done a major release for anything, like E3 or whatever, mm-hmm. that I'm around just to do emergency graphic design <laughs> because... Of course, that's a thing. Um, there was some emergency graphic design. You, yeah, you there, joke, but there, there was some. There finally was. <laughs> um, yeah, and that was like the most panic that I had. Everybody else's seemed hunky yeah. dory about it. No, in the, in the middle of the launch, you know, I we'll we'll go briefly through the process of launching it. But in the middle of like launching, I was like, Dan, we need show our work. All the show our work is blank. He's like, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> he runs back to his desk. Frantically full of show artwork. I literally cracked my knuckles. <laughs> Let's get to I, work, boys. Yeah, I, 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 I whispered to myself, I hope Lord didn't hear this. I was like, my time to shine. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. Uh, so I'm sure there was some like big themes around like shit that you guys had to address or something like that. Or like something that, yeah. is it stuff that people are talking about? Like wh- what's the deal? So yeah, I, I, I'll kind of start, I'll start the story briefly by just like going over how we launched. Um, so you know, to start with it, it was a pretty, you know, we talked about this in our last podcast, how, how to like build a site and how to, how to sort of launch it. Um, and then this one was basically that, uh, with the additional of, we had to, you know, I talked in the first episode about migrating the data and migrating all the content. So we had to do that again, this time on the live website. Um, so me and my team worked, worked out ways to migrate the content actually live on the site. Um, so there was no downtime. So, um, so actually, you know, that whole morning I got in at 8 a.m. and was just running commands, migrating data. And uh, people who were on the site at that time had no had no idea that in the background all this data was being populated and migrated and changed. Um, you know, I, I think Chris wrote some of those. Steven wrote some mm-hmm. commands to migrate all this data um, and and get it ready. And then basically that meant like as soon as we pushed the code live, the database was already set. And we didn't need any downtime. Basically, we just had to tell the editors, "Hey, don't push anything new to the site because if you build, if you you know create a video like in the middle of us migrating it, it'll who knows what'll happen." So yeah. we had a brief CMS outage and um, had, ran into a couple little issues as we were deploying, uh, as we were you know running the commands. Some commands just didn't work, and we had a bunch of orphaned. Um, we'll, we'll talk about this in the episode portion, but we had a bunch of. Um, episodes that had or, that, or a bunch of videos that were orphaned and had no episodes and we had to figure out that out on the fly and Stephen came up with a good fix how to do that um we had to migrate all the comments so if you went on the on the site like as soon as it went live you would have noticed that there were no comments on anything uh, it's because we had to migrate the comments from one entity to another because um, they were tied to the video and now they had to be tied to the episode um so those slowly got put in over time um but yeah that that went pretty smoothly. Um, we got all the data migrated. We, you know, uh, built our staging server and just had everybody testing real hard, found a couple little things here and there, built, you know, built some fixes for those and, and pushed it out. And, um, you know, it stayed up. We had one little increase, one little data spike, uh, database usage spike, um, uh, which was podcast apps were hitting our podcast feed and we hadn't properly optimized episodes into the feed. Uh, we had on the homepage, basically, you know, when the beta went down, it was because the episodes weren't optimized on the homepage. Mm. So we had a little microcosm of that when we launched, um, a bunch of podcast apps tried to pull the latest podcast. You know, we hadn't optimized the queries for that. And, you know, you could see we have, um, uh, we use a product called new relic, uh, which is a cool app monitoring 
uh, system. Um, so we were just seeing spikes in MySQL usage. Uh, nothing that would take us down. You know, the site response time went from 100 milliseconds to 300 milliseconds, which is a 3x increase, but, you know, yeah. not many people noticed. Um, so, uh, I mean, that, that's a lot, a lot better back in the day when I used to do, you know, real PHP <laughs> by myself <laughs> in my room. And it would take like 30 seconds for a page to load. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's a bit better. Yeah, a little bit. Yes. Well, we have we also have a bit beefier servers than you probably had in your uh, on your some fucking <laughs> yeah yeah. So one of those I don't know. Yeah, it was like Media Temple or something like that. But um, okay, so like the thing that I'm curious about is that there's the whole team that's there for all the engineering stuff related mm -hmm. with the release, and I like I I assume that there's the one person hitting the actual buttons, but like, what does everybody else do? Like, is everybody just like watching like what's going on uh we kind of divided tasks so um i was the one hitting the button um oh. you know i just i wanted to hit the button mm -hmm. like i just i wanted to <laughs> you hit a few uh, buttons i hit well i hit a yeah. few buttons there, there's yeah. a few buttons you know yeah. to hit um, yeah like so chris like what were you doing during like his button mashing phase? <laughs> uh for most of it we were just uh watching new relic and watching those those graphs that will mentioned earlier just to make sure all of those numbers stayed in a range that we were like ha happy with Oh, okay. And also, uh, I had a command or two to run as well. Yeah. So, yeah, Chris um, was in charge of um, running the the title migration mm -hmm. command. Yeah. So, so using uh, the, removing all of the show titles from all of the episodes and videos that we'd cr that were created, yeah. so. which <sighs> which we'll go into a little later, also. But yeah. Um, but yeah, also the whole team is testing. Like we we basically divide divide and conquer, right? Yeah. Um, we'll also go into this at some point, but all the sites are, all three of our sites are built on the same code base. So we have to test everything when we release a massive thing like this. Um, so the whole team goes out, they have their assignments, they go test, they go try and break things. Um, then they report back. And then everybody's just eyes on the error logs. Like, are we seeing errors, spiking errors? What are those errors? You know, um, usually one person's in charge, uh, me, and I was saying like, oh, someone found an error. Okay, you triage it, you figure out a fix. We determine how you know, is this a fix worthy of a rollback? Like, you know, we we basically had a, what's called a run book um, to launch this thing, which is a series of steps you have to take to launch a website. Um, you know, running all these commands, doing the build tasks, all the people who were assigned each thing to verify and test. Um, and that run book basically had a big red line that said like, you cannot roll back from here. And so we were, Oh, getting man. closer to that red line and like everybody was testing like and we just had to make hard decisions like is you know is this worth rolling back and thankfully we had no like major issues that would cause a rollback um but once we crossed that red line which was the uh the really only main red line was the comments migration yeah. once we moved those comments we could it would be really hard to move them back um because we were just intermingling all the comments together um mm. for the for each episode uh so that would be really hard to untangle so we were like okay that's our drop dead point mm. um but yeah but we luckily we didn't have to do that and um we went live and and uh everything worked yeah everything for, for stayed up part. everything stayed up mm -hmm. well yeah not everything worked but everything did stay up <laughs> <laughs> most things worked <laughs> yeah i just like being the designer not knowing anything about like the run book or anything like mm -hmm. that once you said big red line i'm like oh that's bad that's just bad i don't mm -mm. I did. I did hear a lot of people on Twitter talking about how, uh, and in the comments for the, our first episode about they wanted to know how that build works and how our servers are set up. And I, I do want to do like an ops focused episode, you know, at some point uh, talking about 
what our servers look like and our how our build system works mm -hmm. and you know it's it's a couple buttons you hit and then just things go but that a lot's happening under the scenes that i think would be cool to talk about but yeah um i think we can go into that you know some some later date yeah yeah because that stuff is completely foreign to me because like even though i've done programming in the past it's not like i'm an actual engineer and knows like the actual hardware and all that yeah so it's super interesting just to hear you guys talk about like uh, like the more behind the scenes sort of shit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think I'm just going to sit back on that episode and just <laughs> listen. Yeah. And I want to get some of our, we have some of our really good backend engineers. We, I'd like to Skype call one of them in because we, it, you know, Steve and, and Dan and a couple of our backend guys are like some of the smartest, like most, you know, most talented engineers I've ever met. And uh, they set up that whole build infrastructure and did, did all that stuff. And I'd love to hear their perspective on it too. But well, you know, yeah. In the and future. also note that is another Dan. Not, yeah, yeah, not this. <laughs> not not Reichert, not me. There's another Dan. We call him Real Dan. Yeah, because uh, he was here first. Yeah, um, I don't know why that just came. That just happened. He's also much larger, so I'm not going to argue <laughs> that. He could kick the crap out Former of former basketball player. Yeah, he mm -hmm. he can mess us all up. Yeah. On that lovely note, um, yeah. Do you want to talk about some of the? There was some like big ticket items that people were asking about. Yeah. Um, we, we normally do, or normally we've done one episode, uh, last episode, <laughs> last episode we answered questions, but, um, I kind of wanted to bundle a lot of these into one and instead of asking individual questions, um, just cause you know, a lot of people are echoing sort of the same notes. Um, and the first and most obvious one, I think was, this was the top upvoted comment on like the Reddit thread. It's like, oh no, the they took out the time zones and like it, they took out our, our like local time zones. We actually didn't. <laughs> uh, we just broke them. Um, so we didn't consciously take them out. We actually <laughs> Is tried. Is that better or worse? <laughs> we tried to include them, uh, but it broke. Uh, and that's kind of a consequence of most of us are in Pacific Standard Time. So we didn't notice that they were broken. They were working in Pacific Time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, that actually as of this afternoon, those are fixed. Um, uh, the All the times should match up to your local time and it should all, all mm -hmm. work. Um, so, so that should be fixed. If you have issues, I mean, feel free to hit, hit up the bug reporting forums or something, but I, it's using the same system we've always used. Um, so it should be pretty reliable. That and, uh, Swatch still works. Oh, Swatch is still there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I added it to a few other places too that, uh, let's find. Um, but if you include Swatch equal one, question mark Swatch equal one in the URL, you can be on the only true time format, yep. which is Swatch. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I guess it was a bit around continue watching too. Like that's yeah. actually been something that people have talked about a lot since beta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, so the continue watching feature was, it was originally just a remember my position on a video thing. Um, so if you remember back in the day, the video player would remember, it wouldn't tell you, but you would go to a video and it would just jump to where you were last. So we kind of expanded that feature and like, oh, let's put a little bar at the bottom. And then people are like, oh, that's awesome. Let's build a page. So we built a continue watching page. Um, and then people like that enough that they were like, oh, we want, you know, let's build a, a, a little carousel. And, and it kind of grew. Um, and as it grew, it kind of, uh, it outgrew its like original design. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it, a lot of people want a lot of features for that now that it's useful and more and more useful they understandably want better features for it. So things we're looking at adding, I was working on this today, is some kind of button to mark something as watched or take it off your list. Um, so if you get 90% of the way into an episode and like, all right, I'm done with this, it'll just hang out there on your continue watching, which sucks. Um, so that, we also have some 
things to tweak. Right now, if you finish an episode of a show, it will show you the next episode in that module of that show, um, which works, but it can get a little wonky if you jump around a lot. Like if you watch this UPF and then a UPF three weeks ago and then the next UPF, you know, it, it there's a lot of intricacies there and how it works and how we have to determine what to show next. Yeah. Um, so like right now, I've, I've been watching the Mass Alex series in my continue watching and it shows me the next episode that I haven't watched yet. And then it shows me the previous one, which I left like a minute left on the end of. Mm. And then it shows me the previous like three because they all have like 40 seconds left, you know, and it's, it's kind of annoying. So yeah. long story short, we're working on that. We're, we'll make it better. Um, but in the meantime, if you scroll to the end of that carousel, uh, there's a button that'll show you everything. If you want to see everything, what you've completed. Um, and yeah, we'll make that better soon. Oh man. So, oh God. Yeah. This was something I was <laughs> bitching about for not only you were not the only one. <laughs> yeah. But like, this is the same shit with me. It's like this small little thing that just like yes. sets me over well, the we edge. Should, we should mention it. Uh, momentum scrolling on iOS. Yeah. Uh, if you're on iOS, you wouldn't get the, the little flick on the carousels. Yeah. Uh, yeah like it, it doesn't have the whole, like if you flick it, like it has the whole physics thing. Yeah. Where, yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. You know, goes a certain speed, slows down, because bounces. Fucking iOS doesn't do that by default like every other everything. It's annoying. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm also like being the only person with an iPhone in the room. Like I feel like I have to defend it. But. Yeah, you have to use the, you know, you have to use some crappy WebKit prefixed CSS yeah. role. That's the worst. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's a one line change, but oh God, if you don't have it, it's the worst. Um, so it's there now, by the way. It's it's there. Yeah, I, I, I was that check. out? Yeah, it's out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did check. It's so good. Oh, <laughs> buttery smooth um but then yeah there was some uh, other uh related browser issues yeah windows browsers in general um so not only ie but you know firefox and chrome uh work differently on windows uh so, so one of the biggest things is scroll bars you know scroll bars appear in random places you have to turn them off in explicit ways and it's just generally annoying and we all work on macs sorry um, so sometimes <laughs> we don't always catch those with the exception of one, one of our front end engineers does work on a PC. So, uh, she is usually our dedicated PC person. Um, but we're, we're working on that right now. We didn't release that fix today cause it was a little wonky, um, mm -hmm. to like hide those ugly scroll bars in a bunch of different places. Um, but that will go out very soon. Yeah. I mean like the thing with it too, cause I was talking with Laura about it earlier, who has been just like staring at this for <laughs> days. For I feel I feel super bad. Yeah. Like really, really bad. But uh, yeah, so if you do one fix, then it gets rid of the scroll bars in Firefox. Mm -hmm. But then that introduces a whole slew of errors and just bad things in Safari. Right. Yeah. So it's almost like we had to choose one or the other. So now we're just having to figure out like how to have everything be happy. Yeah. As, so. as always, like, you know, it's whack-a-mole with different browsers. Um, anybody who's done front-end web development knows like, if you make some, something work in IE, if you build it for IE, it breaks and everything else. If you make it work in Chrome, it'll probably work in Firefox, but Safari will be weird. IE will be weird. You know, there's always these whack-a-mole things. Fixing one will break another. And we try to avoid um, any, like, browser-specific CSS, if possible, because that just gets annoying. Like, we, you know, for old IE versions, you kind of have to, but for most modern stuff, we try to just make it work as much as we can, you know. Yeah, that was my suggestion, though, earlier. I was like, you remember what we used to do, like, just for IE6 <laughs> yeah. and all just the weird alchemic <laughs> bullshit we had to go through? What if we did that? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> uh, and she looked at me. She said, well, it's kind of a hack already, so <laughs> why not? Yeah. Um, 
but anyway, so yeah. look for fixes to that, you know, maybe next week um, as we, we just, you know, it's a style fix. So we're, you know, we're, we're not looking to push that out and potentially break other crap. So we're, we're, we're going to yeah. make sure it's right first. Oh yeah. 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 And then the last one is just around shows. Yeah. A lot of people mention like, Hey, how come the mailbag or, you know, this other show isn't set up or like, you know, th- that's just, um, we, we are, we wanted to get the core stuff in. Um, and we're talking to Jeff right now about how he wants to group everything else. Um, cause there's a lot of stuff that kind of fits in shows, but kind of doesn't. Um, so we're working on the, the obvious stuff right now. I think mailbag may be out by now. I forget. Um, someone's working on that. Steven's working on that. Mm-hmm. So we're getting the shows grouped together properly, but, uh, look for the shows to slowly go in the, a lot of the older stuff. Look for those to slowly get created as we go through the back catalog. We wanted to get the active live stuff, uh, working first, but yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, we're going to get into it, but we already had the concept in our whole deal with shows like that already existed. We mm-hmm. just kind of piggybacked off of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we took the stuff that already sat there so we already had like a set list to go off mm-hmm. of, but like having to introduce stuff, it's not only like doing it in the CMS, then like somebody has got to make the call of like how it needs to exist. If it's a podcast, does it have feeds like the whole nine yards? Yeah. There's got to be artwork. Like there's all, there's there needs all... to be like decks that are like properly, you know, fun, you know, funny decks that are written about to describe the show. You know, it, it takes editorial and development work. So, you know, it's that, that's just slow going and we're, we're working on those now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not a button that we press, mm-hmm. even though we've pressed a lot of buttons, um, <laughs> to get out that up and going. It's actually like, it, it takes quite a few people to just like make sure that it's done well. Yeah. And, and sift through the data and, you know, I love, I love all the, the GB guys, but they get creative with titling sometimes. So you can't just like search database for quick look like that <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah. work. Like, cause some, <laughs> I think Ben released one recently where the, the title of the episode was quick, quick dot, 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 looks, looks, yeah, question, question mark, mark. Yeah. colon, show name. Like, I can't write a fucking regex to find that. Like, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyways, I mean, those are going to be popping up. And I yeah. still have to do short artwork for a bunch of these things that, like, did not exist up until we were launching. Right. I looked and I went, oh, my God, there's an E3 one. Uh, like oh. Endurance run as well. Oh, crap. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for reminding me. Oh, no. Uh, those cool. are the ones I had written out. I, I, I'm trying to remember if anybody else had, do you guys have any other off the top of your head that you were thinking of people that people were like mentioning to you? Honestly, I mean, there was a bunch of stuff with the, with the logo and some of the graphic stuff and I'm kind of reserving that for its oh, own yeah. little thing. Yeah. We want to, we need eventually need to talk about design, like the design of the logo and all the show artwork mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I want to hear about that. Yeah. So, yeah. um, we do need to do an in general, once the dust settles on all the uh, logo stuff to do a, a sort of retrospective of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a, when Pepsi redid their logo, like there was this whole, like a pamphlet, like a PDF pamphlet mm-hmm. talking about like the, the psychology about and, like all this like <laughs> philosophical shit. And Oh man, I saw the best, uh, sorry, quick yeah. tangent, the best Twitter thread about a, uh, when Pepsi redesigned their logo, I think back in the nineties. Yeah. Look this up. I've, I, there's like this whole dossier where like the Pepsi logo is based on the magnetic field. Oh no, of the no that, earth. that was the one. That was yeah, the one yeah, from yeah. a few years ago. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so, they get into <laughs> to some bullshit, man. I love it. I I read Ooh. the whole thing. It was so great. There was the, some like pseudoscience crap. I loved it. Yeah, and the, apparently they spent like a million bucks on it, and then like turned around. And the creative director had to go like defend it in public. 
I'm not going to do that with this logo. <laughs> like, if you're interested in design and like the wacky shit that goes down there, read that thread. It's fucking hilarious. It, it's God, it's delicious. <laughs> um, but I mean, we're not going to talk about that now. I yeah. I fear we could really dig into this whole episode thing because I mean, like, it's definitely the core part of the site right. at right. this point. Um, so I, like I, that, and there was just a shitload of details involved with something that kind of feels really simple. Like I feel bad because my part of the job was super easy. Yeah. Yeah. We can sort mm-hmm. of talk, start by talking about how, okay. So it's a simple concept, right? Like there, each video should be part of uh, a show that could potentially have a season, right? Like mm-hmm. you have, um, you know, the, uh, this is the run has, four different games that they've played but the, their endurance run has persona and it has chrono trigger and it has all this other stuff right so that's a simple concept right um they should be broken down um then you add into that the fact that they need uh different versions of each right so for example the bombcast is the most complicated so the bombcast has an audio version and a video version on top of that it has a premium and a non-premium for each so that's four different pieces of content um, so in the old in the old site, when you when Tuesday the end of Tuesday came around and a bombcast was posted, and you looked at the site in a row, you had four pieces of content that were essentially the same thing, and that's kind of shitty, right? So we had to group those together, and that's mm-hmm. that's how Dan designed it, right? To is to have those grouped into one. Yeah, and I, there was other things that we were talking about more on like the technical end, like what do we would do with comments if we we're going to try to make this more right. efficient. Um, and then just like, how do we get people to be able to like browse through shit? And you know, that it's like, again, like seasons, even just like browsing through a carousel, mm-hmm. still coining that. <laughs> uh, everybody just cringed and I love it. Uh, <laughs> and then there's also like the grid view and like all these little details in what kind of feels like a simple layout, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of decisions along the way. And like we, that, that wasn't the first thing that we thought of. We actually went through some variations. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we wanted to talk about how technically we had to, we had to make this happen. So, yeah. um, so really to start with, uh, we kind of want to we kind of want to start with how all of our sites are interrelated. So um, when you start talking about starting to group all this stuff together, you know, you say to yourself, okay, that's easy. Like we'll just create some new entities. Um, it'll be a generic content table. Like let's say that. Like let's say we create a generic content table in in SQL. And that can have videos, it can have podcasts, it can have whatever, it can have different types of things. Like, okay, that's great. And that's how things should be built from the ground up. The problem is uh, the way our sites are built, we have three sites, um, Comic Vine, GameSpot, Giant Bomb. um, And they all share the same database schema and core site code. Um, Are the same CMS uh, that we built. So it's, you know, it's malleable, we can change it, but to change something that fundamental to both or to both to all three sites, if you build that from the ground up, you're talking about, you know, major migrations of every site, changing APIs and feeds and and all the apps, uh, you know, GameSpot app integrations and like it, it just explodes into this huge um, massive redesign, right? Okay. So that's how we started thinking about that. And that's when I started talking to Chris, like, okay, how can we build this in a way that is portable. It, so all the code for episodes and shows and seasons now exists on GameSpot. And if GameSpot wants to use it in the future, we can. It's mm-hmm. easy. We don't even have to push any code. Well, we probably have to push some code. <laughs> <laughs> some code. <laughs> some yeah. code. But the core of the site is there, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
So like I said, so we deployed all those changes to all three sites um, and, and it had to be interoperable between them. So then, so now we just have to design basically a layer on top that, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, and I remember that part because like I had the mockups again, I have the easy job because I just point to a thing like this drop down should do this thing hypothetically. But I remember you were uh, stepping back afterwards and having to figure out like diagrams on how this stuff connects and like how it's structured and all these things. And like, I had no idea what you were doing. It just seemed super important <laughs> and complicated. Like, uh, what was that? And like, how did you like go from that up into like actually building some of the infrastructure so this stuff would work? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, yeah do, do you can start by like the database structure. Like how did, how did you build off the database structure to start with? Like the actual tables maybe? Yeah. So, but to go off of what Will was saying, the reason it is more complicated is because it seems simple on, on paper. And when you think of like, if you were actually building it from scratch, but the re the way we had to build it was on, on top of our existing infrastructure with being like, keeping podcasts and videos and all that separated from this this new structure. And the reason it was like more complicated was because it had to work on GameSpot that doesn't have all of this, this show episode structure. Um, so I think we started thinking about it with this, this there's a many-to-many -many join, right? So you mm -hmm. have like a episode and then it can have any number of pieces of content. And then the pieces of content are still these full entities that exist within this the show episode, um, this new entity that we created um, for right. this uh, redesign. So yeah, so there's the show episode, mm -hmm. right? Which yeah. is the the main entity that represents a episode, one episode of the Bombcast, right? right? Mm -hmm. um, and then there's a sub entity, right? Yeah. The the, um, the show, show episode, show episode contents, right. which basically is just a, a container that holds as many or holds the the pieces of con the individual entities like a video or a podcast right. a many to many join table mm -hmm. or a bridge table yeah. or whatever you want to call it um and then so that way we don't actually have to edit the video um uh the video and podcast entities uh, hardly at all right. i mean we still added some stuff in mm -hmm. there, yeah but... we had some more self some for efficiency mm -hmm. um right but the the structure itself didn't necessarily need modifications to those existing tables right and people may be saying stuff oh why do you need a many to many relationship mm -hmm. for this and it's like well there's an additional wrench thrown in by um, you know, as we were doing this, like, oh, what if, oh, it'd be really cool if, uh, one episode could belong to multiple shows, which now that we're doing this podcast, that sounds cool because we can now deploy this podcast to our new feed for the giant Devcast. But then Jeff was talking about, oh, let's, maybe we should put this in the, uh, or at least the first few episodes in the premium, uh, podcast feed. It's like, okay, now we can do that. Now we just, it's one episode that exists in two different shows. Um, so that's why. Mm -hmm. That's why, yeah, that's why that was a many to many and not um, something else that makes uh, slightly easier to build. <laughs> yeah, so so what are some of the challenges? So we, okay, yeah, you have data structure, great. It, it looks great. Like now, so what's the challenge of, now how do you make a performance site off of a, this many to many relationship with this huge catalog of content, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, so yeah, I think, so like I think we've gone into when the, uh, the beta site went down and, uh, sort of the core of it was, was this, was yeah. this. So when you fetch, um, and, uh, an ep uh, or so when you look at the listing, the video listing page, right? We didn't want that problem of like four or two, you know, two different episodes, two different versions of the same episode. Right. So that means you have to dedupe them. Right. Um, so then you have to do a group by 
right. simple enough. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you do a SQL group by and you group by the, the IDs uh, or group by the, the um, episode ID on this many to many table. Right. Like that sounds easy and mm -hmm. it sounds great. The problem is you run into in that case is um, the inner workings of SQL, uh, the way it joins something and then groups it, it has to do it in what's called a temp table, right? right. Um, and this temp table is in memory in SQL um, and it has the entire video entity, has entire episode entity. It has, you know, the image entity and what else do we join to episodes? Uh, the show entity as well. Yeah, the user that published user. it. Mm -hmm. Um, in some cases of the wiki entities it's related to, uh, you know, there's all these things that you yeah. pull in to this join table and, um, yeah, like I said, all that had to be stored in, in memory. Yeah. And, and we are going to talk uh, a little more into what our technical aspect, uh, pieces of the site are, but, um, the core that does this is something called doctrine. Um, and love it or hate it. Uh, most people hate it. Uh, <laughs> doctrine is a, it's an interesting tool where it, it takes a SQL database and it it's an ORM, right? An object relational mapper. So it takes a relational database like MySQL and it maps it into PHP objects, mm -hmm. right? So what I can do um, as a developer is I can say, you know, show episode uh, uh, dot image or whatever and get the image. And I don't have to write a SQL query for that. Doctrine just knows like, okay, this dude is getting an episode and he wants the image. Boom, write a SQL query that does that. Mm -hmm. um, so we had to do all that, but now we have to, that just complicates another layer of how do you do all this? And by default, it just loads everything. Right. Doctrine's dumb. Like by default, it's just dumb. It loads everything. It's like, you need all this shit, so I'm going to load it all. Mm -hmm. um, so ultimately the fix uh, that was basically because we re-architected it this way, the fix to get it working again is we had to more deeply look at how that underlying SQL engine was working and say, oh, it's just loading all this shit and eating up all this memory just to do this really small deduping task, right? So now we just restricted that to be two queries. We do all the fetching and deduping, um, and then we have a list of IDs, and then we just fetch all the stuff uh, for ba based on those IDs. So that's kind of the core of some of the challenges you, when you build something like this, you have to have a way to, you know, you have to have a really good understanding of these ORMs and how they work with the underlying SQL servers to, to make it performant because it works fine on my machine, but <laughs> when you put it in front of a few thousand people all at once, you know, <laughs> not like that hasn't <laughs> happened ever. <laughs> right. Um, gosh. Okay. So yeah, that long-winded explanation of sort of how how you have to map this stuff into from a single easy get me all videos to now give me episodes, get me the content related to it, dedupe it, and show it to the user in a meaningful way, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, honestly, I can't remember uh, when we had kind of made the decision to do things a certain way like months and months and months ago right. when mm -hmm. I had the mock-up, uh, did the way that we build it, like, did that have to change at all over the process? Like, were there like more intricacies that were introduced over time or was it just like, this is the way we want it. We built it and it was done. I, I can think of one, a uh, big one, which was, it, it wasn't necessarily introduced over time, but we realized over time what a headache it was. And that was the published dates and right. publish all the published logic that goes around this mm -hmm. stuff. 
So Chris, can you talk oh. about like how, how something, how we decide if something is published, um, like an episode of the Bombcast? How do we know when that's ready to, for people to see? I don't actually know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so yeah. So we oh, have to deal okay. with these publish. Like, so yeah. we have four pieces of content, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We have a podcast that's just a MP3 easy. Um, and then we have, you know, another podcast and then two video entities. Right. Um, and these Ooh. video entities have to be encoded into 16 different formats. Right. So that's a long running process. Mm -hmm. And then we have the, um, complication of embargo time. So think about, so they record the bombcast and they say, okay, the bombcast is set to go live on whatever. I don't know the actual time, Tuesday at midnight, whatever it is. Right. Um, so now we're juggling basically five different things that can tell you if, a, if an episode's ready to be published. Mm -hmm. So when the, first of all, the two audio things, when they're uploaded, okay, that's easy. Upload the MP3. We know when that's done. Right. Now we have to track two different videos as they're encoding through our, we have a thing called video robot. It's a real, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a treat. It's, it's a, yeah, it's, yeah. It, well, it's, it's a, not a bad system, but it's, you know, it's a robot. So it, it gets ornery sometimes. Um, so we have to know when those are ready to be encoded. Then we have to look at the publish date and then we have to incorporate all that into our database in a way that's easy to query. Right. right. That's, that's simple enough logic, right? If you want to say, oh, is this episode ready? Like check the publish date, check the encode, encode mm -hmm. state of the two videos and the encode state of the podcast. It's really easy to say and program in PHP. Right. That's really hard to write into a SQL query that runs fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, cause you have to join all four of those separate tables. Yeah. If again, you're to look at the show episode. We're back yeah. to joining all this content together, determine doing all that math and comparisons in SQL and then returning a list. Cause not only do you have to get a list, you have to paginate that list. And mm -hmm. that's where a lot of these complications come in. When you're talking about paginating, you're, you not only have to dedupe just the videos you're dealing with, like fetch me 10 videos and dedupe them. No, you have to deal with every single video you've ever published because you have to know how many pages do I have? How many, you know, if I click that last page button, how do I know where to send that user? That's why Google doesn't have a, they have a fake pagination, right? They, you can't paginate to the end of the Google results. You just keep hitting next and it, you know, yeah. it's cause it, they don't know how many things there are. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. <laughs> I didn't know it was fake. You um, learn something every day. I mean, they know, sorry, they know how many things they are. I guess, I don't well, know. It always is like about, about, right? yeah, yeah, about, it's you like know, they, estimated. Yeah number of results. I mean, Google I don't so. fucking know how Google works either. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so that's, that's sort of the, mm -hmm. the problem there. And, and that's a really high stakes thing. Like what if, what if they're playing a pre-release game and they set it to publish and then, oh crap, we, you know, the video finished encoding and that encode job came back and said, Hey, I'm ready to go. And then we set the publish as true or whatever. And like, now that video's out, you've broken embargo, you know, publishers mad at you like that's a pretty high stakes thing so mm -hmm. i think that was one of the pieces like way in we were like all right we have to get this right mm -hmm. and you know we even had a little a few bugs like if if you noticed um immediately after the site went out a quick look went up early because the content was already published and we created the episode or it wasn't published it was already in the cms mm. and it wasn't published yet and we created the episode with the wrong publish date during the migration so it went up early yeah. i was like that was pretty low stakes but it could have been bad. Um, and I think the promos on the homepage right. did, weren't properly... What, what actually happened there? Uh, yeah, I just wasn't checking. Uh, the promos system wasn't um, respecting the new field on the show episode, which is the 
the earliest published date of a piece of content, right. which is where you were going with the, the published date of each of those individual pieces. Yeah. I it's, kind of, if you rolled that up to a field on the, the show episode itself, that basically has the date of the earliest piece of, the published date of the earliest piece of content. Mm-hmm. So we know like, hey, if this is in the past and this, this is set, you can display this right. show episode. It's essentially it. an aggregate of all the mm-hmm. sub-content when it's supposed to go live. Right. And Which is how we solved that problem yeah. you were mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. And the program, and the, the sorry, the uh, promo system is just the thing that displays the top few items on the homepage. Um, so those, you know, you might, again, you might have seen a live stream set as live and like, wait, this, or no, it was... Um, it was the play date it was like, oh, the play oh. date's ready. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. it was not finished encoding. Yeah. It was not ready to go. <laughs> right. Um, and yeah, so that was easy enough fix. It was just making sure yeah. the promo system respected that uh, the new field that was created. So, but yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's kind of a brief overview of some of the complications you get when you, like you have to take all these things and you have to merge them up into one entity while also keeping them separate because they still need to exist separately as their mm-hmm. own thing, you know? Yep. Yeah, like, that was something I remember when we were talking about some of the things related to the CMS with all this, right. was that um, I felt like there was certain fields that were almost, like, duplicated, uh, both on the video and then on the episode. Right. And, then I like, I remember you specifically had a lot of, like, questions about what trumps what, like, should this exist in one place and not the other? Like, I'm sure there was a lot of complicated stuff along, like, we should give them the ability to do these like finer details. Right. But I like, I don't know that that just seemed like super, super like out of my league. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know. I think, I think we ended up getting it into a a spot where it's, it's pretty expandable too. Like I think, you know, that building it that way, we, we can now kind of anything they want to do with shows and episodes now is, is kind of possible. Like we can group them in any way we want. We can, display them in any way we want. And yeah. I think it's, it's a pretty, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not a groundbreaking solution to a problem, but you know, it's using existing database conventions and stuff. Like how do you, how do you make this site do this specific thing? Yeah. So like now I just want to ask a bunch of, okay. So hypothetically, okay. If you had a video <laughs> and the video wanted to be in two shows, mm-hmm. one was like, can you set one to publish on one day and then one on the other? Like, is there anything complicated with that or is it just kind of work? Uh, I don't think you would want to set them as different published days, right? Yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't think so. Um, I just don't know how deep this goes, so I'm just asking questions, man. <laughs> yeah, because I think in that in that case, you would be, because um, this the episode entity needs to look at all its children and determine when they're to be published, right? Mm-hmm, so yeah. if you have two different episode entities looking at the same child, um, they need to agree, the parents need to agree with the children what their published time is, right? Mm. Um, and if you know, if two divorced episode parents don't agree with the one child's <laughs> birth date or whatever, like yeah. then that's, that's a problem. Right. That That's an analogy I came up with on top yeah. of my head. I, I'm yeah. not sure if it totally makes sense. No, that just got real. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, yeah. Oh gosh. Because like thinking about it from my end, it was pretty straightforward. I just, I wanted to be able to like do any, do the sort of stuff that you would assume a show would have mm-hmm. is that you can go and watch an episode and then when you're done, you could just watch another one and they're easy to find. They're all like mm. in one place. And then you could just kind of organize them. Well, not you, whoever makes the show organizes them. So it makes sense. Yeah. And uh, that was definitely something that uh, I was really stoked about. And I'm glad that we were able to do it. The, the whole idea of being able to take episodes and put them into seasons mm-hmm. because uh, 
on one end, it's stuff like the Bombcast where there's 500-something episodes. Right. Mm-hmm. And yep. getting through that, it could be a chore if you mm-hmm. just got a list. But if you go by year, then it kind of makes it more manageable. There's yeah. like, what, 50, 52 episodes a year. 52, mm-hmm. because they do it every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other things like, uh, what are some of the other examples? Like, the, the more, uh, what's the word that we use? It's not the chronological one, it's the other one. Oh, uh, episodic versus seasonal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we have seasonal and episodic. I don't know if that, I mean, they're both episodic. Anyway, whatever. There's <laughs> one of them is seasonal, <laughs> um, which means, you know, the season is an arbitrary length and it can be grouped around anything, right? A game, uh, you know, um, whatever uh, whatever else there is. I, I don't know. If game tapes, sometimes I think they might be breaking that. I don't know if that one's broken up into... No, I think that one's not broken up in yeah, anything. So. Yeah. But I think currently, yeah, it's just games, yeah. but, but it anyway, could be anything. Yeah, we could group uh, on anything. So these are just kind of generic. A season, can they can title it whatever they want, and then essentially when they create an episode, it's just like, all right, what season do you want to put this in? And then it just sort of... And then based on the published dates of the in uh, underlying content is when the um, when those seasons are arranged. Yeah, and I think the default that we decided on is that um, if you make a new show, you put a bunch of episodes in it, and you just don't touch anything or customize it, and it just goes by year. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, like with the Bombcast, you can go from what was it 2008 until now, and you go year by year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to this is the run, like that was the thing where we customized it, where it was by game. Yeah. Yeah. So you had like Contra and uh, Jackal and all the other this is the run games. Okay. So yeah, and that. That also brought up some stuff that were some weird questions, like how does somebody navigate this stuff? Um, like if they're just browsing, like should it go one direction or another in the carousella? Like yeah. how does the, I'm still doing it by the way, <laughs> uh, like how does the grid layout? Uh, because it, if you think about it, it's going in the opposite direction. If you show up to the Bombcast page, episode page, the first thing in the the line should be like the latest thing, and then it goes back in time because mm-hmm. you want to listen to the latest thing. But if it's this is the run, you want to start at the beginning and then just like mow your way through. Yeah. Yeah, it, so we kind of just stuck with a, a a standard for that and it's like, okay, it's just in order of published date and let's let's just do it that way and, and um, you know, it'll just always be the latest at the front. And I, I think that makes sense for 99% of things. And then, you know, if, if we want to change ordering around and stuff in the future, I think that's something we can do based on you know, the different types of shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, it seems like most things make sense that way. Yeah. Um, oh, so, okay, that's a really good question on my end because I honestly don't think I ever looked into this or asked questions about it. Uh, on the CMS side, if you have something like This Is The Run, you have like episode one through X. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have to like reorganize that? Is it off of publish date? Uh, like how is that organized? Yeah, so it's, uh, we don't do any explicit um set organizing things because we we thought about that and generally like publish date is probably the best way to go right you're not going to publish episode two before episode one right so um you know i I think if if we ever had to reorder that stuff um we could do it with by just fudging with the dates which would suck but um i think that makes more sense than going in and like building a whole interface for sorting episodes when that might never actually be used yeah um because you know, or or doing it by this is actually a much bigger question on Comic Vine um, with the wiki when you're talking about um, the ordering of issues in a um, in a volume, right? Because fucking 
comic books are the most buck wild. Like, <laughs> I don't care. I'm just going to put this is this is issue number XX or this is issue number negative five. I'm like, all right, this, it makes no sense. So we had to, we have an ordering system. Yeah. It's a whole thing, but <laughs> yeah, I, that's also a good question that comes up for me. Like, uh, on the GameSpot side, uh, Mahardy and Mary doing resident Knievel. Mm -hmm. I have questions. Like they've gone from one to the other, to the other, to the other. Mm -hmm. And I think they haven't gone in like super chronological order. Cause there's res evil zero and then one and then two yeah. and three and the four. And like, can you also rearrange seasons to where like it ends up like that? Or do you just, so we don't, I don't think we do. We don't do that currently. Do we? We do not. Yeah. We, we don't, don't have do a, the ordering of seasons is just how it's, it's created. And mm -hmm. You know, I think that's fine for now. I'm sure something will pop up in the future where they're like, oh, we, you know, we played all these, this series of games backwards and then we want to rearrange them forwards or something like, yeah. you know, that's, that's why they have an engineering team that works <laughs> yes. here and not just like is hired for contract because oh, we'll, <laughs> we'll f probably be fixing that later. <laughs> yeah. No, if, if they do that series where they do everything backwards, it has to involve Ben. So it's like some Benjamin Button bullshit going on. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Don't give him any ideas. I don't want to build that. Oh, <laughs> bummer. Okay. Um, man, I'm trying to think of what else, like on the back end, was super crucial. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to look at my list here. Um, talked about deduping and, and you know, how that sort of brought the beta down. I think the, the other, like, or the last main thing to talk about there was maybe how we had to build the CMS for them. And, and that's an easy, you know, an easy way to do that. And, you know, we could have been jerks and just said, like, no, create all the individual things and then relate them to an episode and then you're done. It's like, no, that sucks because now they're creating four different copies of essentially the same thing, right? Um, which they were doing before. So, you know, that's what they had to do in the old system. They literally just copy, paste, copy, paste, open four different tabs and mm -hmm. do it four times. Um, so Chris built the uh, episode interface, which... Is basically an aggregate of all, well, not an aggregate, a, a, a single page where you fill out all that data, right? Right, yeah. It's a single page where you fill out all of the shared data between all of the different entity types, like podcast and video, and then you just click a button to create a entity or like a video from that episode, yeah. and it copies everything over, and then they just change the stuff that they change, and then they save it. So yeah. it uh, makes that process a lot easier than having to create like five different things now instead of, I mean, they still have to create four or five different things, but it's... It's a simpler process. Yeah. We don't talk about the CMS all that much, but um, we also build the CMS, right? And we, you know, uh, so that's a, like a whole half of the website nobody's ever seen. And we have to build that too and make it user-friendly and make it work. Um, so that was a, basically the unseen like iceberg part of this redesign is, mm -hmm. you know, Chris had to build this whole new CMS page that you fill out all this shared data, you hit a button and it just in in the background magically creates all the constituent like all the children and copies all the data to where it needs to go and you know on subsequent saves it'll cop recopy and yeah. re sync all that data and um and then you know basically all they have to do is like create an episode click one button you know bombcast episode 5 whatever click a button um okay now put in your video file that you want to upload uh, and that's it. Yeah. And then now you have a video and then click that button one more time, upload the premium video, boom. Uh, and then, okay, now audio, upload an MP3, done. Like, so it's, it's basically, I think, I like to think we freed up a decent amount of their time on the CMS side mm -hmm. of like having to create all right. this shit also. Um, 
Yeah, and that's interesting to me because, I mean, technically we have two different user bases that we have to cater to. It's the people that, you know, show up to the sites and mm-hmm. enjoy it and uh, hang out and, you know, do things on chat and whatever. And then there's everybody that, like, makes the content. Yeah. And we have two very different groups with very different needs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm mostly focused on just the folks that are coming to the site. So a lot of the, like, usability stuff and, like, user experience stuff actually lies on you guys, but it's still, like, super usable, so... Well, I don't know. That's that's a good point. We, we should probably do a UX pass on the uh, on the CMS at one point. Yeah. We do that every now and then, because engineers being engineers, like, if we're left in charge of something, you should... I mean, you remember the CMS, like, when we started? <laughs> it's like, someone asked for a new feature. It's like, all right, we need a, we need a checkbox for, you know, it, display this type of ad or whatever. Um, it's like, okay, I'll go and put it down I'll just add another checkbox at the bottom of the page like <laughs> so like before we went we did a little UX pass on the CMS and before we did that you like scrolled to the bottom of the page and there was just like 10 random checkboxes <laughs> and radio buttons and shit of just like nobody knew what they did yeah. like there was no explanation text it was a disaster so we we have to do UX passes on even the CMS and you know we maintain a whole content editing system in addition to the, you know, the wiki. So, well, I guess we maintain two content editing mm-hmm. systems and the display system that y'all see. Um, so it's, it's a, like I said, it is kind of an iceberg thing where, you know, the stuff under the water is I, I probably a lot bigger than, um, than what you see on the surface, but it's just as complex. If not, I mean, probably more complex. It's definitely more complex. Yeah. I mean, you were just talking about having to do all that stuff with the videos where there's 16 different flavors or whatever. So, yeah. So we, you know, we, when we create a video, we have to, you know, we have a video encoder, a whole video encoder system that thankfully we have a central CBS team that helps us with that. But, um, we, you know, ship these files off. We tell them what renditions we want of the video. They encode the video into all these different formats, HLS and MP4s and all the different flavors and bit rates and uh, upload that to our CDN. And, you know, we, we do all that. We like, I have a Jason, our, who's our kind of lead video encoder guy. Like, you know, we, we not only build a front end site, but we also maintain a whole encoding infrastructure and a whole video CMS in addition to our article CMS and our, you know, there's, there's just a, bunch of different things that we have to think about here and they all have to interface with this new concept of episodes and mm-hmm. so that was when when people are like oh the site's not you know there's you didn't even redesign the wiki or whatever like no, there's a bunch of shit behind the scenes that we had that's why it took so long <laughs> you don't know what i've seen um now okay here's the real question though mm-hmm. what's it going to take for these videos to be able to play in a real player <laughs> <laughs> can i just pop it in or like I, are we good to go real play i mean you know, I'm sure real real player can play MP4s, right? I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I kind of want to try that when I get home. Try to find all a right. real player. I, we had, all right. <laughs> oh, a little oh, behind here the scenes. It goes. We yeah. had someone today complain that it doesn't, the site doesn't work really well on a 3DS. And I was like, come on. Just come on. <laughs> 3DS as in, <laughs> as in like today's Game Boy. <laughs> Oh my god. If you're listening, I feel your pain. Like if that's your device you have to use. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta give us catch give us a break here. Like yeah. if we find a 3DS around the office somewhere, I don't actually have one. Uh, oh, I can go home and, and check it out on mine. I don't know that I want to see it. 
I do. <laughs> I really want to fucking see it. I mean, like Vinny was cruising around on it on like Windows. Oh yeah, yeah. like we literally launched the site, and not ten minutes later, Vinny was bra- like trying to use it in IE four or something. He's yeah. like, oh, the site's not working. God damn it, Vinny! <laughs> <laughs> it loaded though. It loaded. Yeah. Unlike fucking whatever every any other site they went to. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's saying something. Um, yeah, I kind of want to switch gears a little bit and talk about kind of how things ended up on the actual page, like an episode mm-hmm. page. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, like there was all the bits and pieces that we had to do to be able to make things function, but ultimately we have to make a page that's, or like an experience, I hate that word. Uh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, on the high level, there was things around navigation, uh, just getting people to an episode. How do we even get them to there in the first place? And then, uh, what shows up on the page. And that one is a little bit more interesting to me because we have a very simple page right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some stuff that like we kind of intentionally left out, you know, at the beginning because of how much we had to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the navigation itself, it would, because everything turned into an episode, which turned into a show, which turned into this whole like organization that felt more like a, like a video premium service, which it is mm-hmm. totally what it is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, how do people get there? So uh, early on, I remember talking about this, and I was in the camp of just having one thing in the nav that said shows. Mm-hmm. There was videos and podcasts underneath. And we all sat back, and everybody was being super accommodating for like all of 30 seconds before <laughs> they said, yeah, what if it's just videos and podcasts so people understand what's on this website? <laughs> okay, all right, okay, that makes sense. So we, I mean, we ended up going with that, and there are shows that, I feel like that was another complication with how we wanted to build things is that you can have a show that was all videos, mm-hmm. have a show that's entirely just podcasts, but then there's some that like the Bombcaster yeah. somewhere in the middle. Right. So, you know, if people go to the videos door, they have to be able to find the Bombcast exactly how they do if they go to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember just eyebrows just going up real quick when I had to explain that. And they go, you know, it's the same show in two different places, right? <laughs> yes. But, you know, depending on who the user is and like how they actually want to watch it. Yeah. You you kind of have to put yourself in the shoes of someone who's coming for coming to the site for a thing, right? Yeah. You got to stop looking at it as the, the person building the site. Like, no, structurally, it makes sense this way. Like, well, that doesn't matter if nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Right. So I I think you, we all came down on the side of like, all right, if I'm a user and I want to listen to audio, Mm -hmm. I know the word podcast and I'm going to go to podcast and I'm going to listen from there. And then if I'm here to, for a video and I go through video, eventually those paths reconverge and bring you back to the exact same place. Yeah. With little details that can be different though. So if you ended up on the Bombcast, which has video and audio uh, if you come in like click through the video side, it still should have like the video thing up at type mm-hmm. up, up at top highlighted because that's what you're going to look for. Mm-hmm. And like, that's kind of how you got there. It gives you kind of like a little bit of like breadcrumb sort of right. situation. So, and uh, you know, same thing too. If you go to the podcast, it highlights podcasts. So, uh, it's like little details like that, that yes, technically it's the exact same episode page with all the exact same stuff but we have to help them with things like wayfinding and just mm-hmm. kind of giving them a sense of where they are. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I think that that's the, the most interesting part to me of, of a designer's job is, all right, you ha- you can't just design something that you want. Like that's not your job. Like if no. you design stuff you <laughs> wanted, like you would be unemployed or, or working for your own startup or something. Who knows? Yeah. That's um, also called art. <laughs> if you make it for yourself. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> Sorry. What? Yeah, it's fine. 
Dan has opinions, y'all. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. No, but but you have to put on the the hat. You have to see it through the eyes of every user or as many users as you can think of, right? You have to think of it as someone who who's like friend who's like sketchy friend told him about this website called giantbomb.com and you mm. have to cater to that person like when they come here and they have to figure out what the site's about just from that or if you have someone who's listened to the podcast for 10 years and like oh maybe i should finally check out this website <laughs> like you have to cater to all those people you know yeah that's the most intense part to me because you know I, I think engineers always fall in the camp of like no i'm designed i can use it like I, I, why can't you figure this out like it works locally. Like, <laughs> fine. Works it's, for me. Look, here, watch me do it. And you do it real fast. And they're just like, what? What would you just do? Like, I, I work. It worked. So go away. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like we had this whole thing where we finally had all the episodes grouped together, which was a huge pain point on the old site. That uh, if you want to be able to look for more episodes of a thing, sometimes it was just a fucking chore. Mm-hmm. And we finally had like the ability to put all this in one place. So like... What was the best way to, to make that happen? Yeah. And uh, originally, when I was playing with kind of like the, the navigational aspect of it, it was there's the videos door, mm-hmm. like the place with all the video shows. And you can click on one show, and from there, you can go and see all the episodes. It's kind of like the older, like an Apple TV sort of f- format or something like that, like a OTT sort of situation where... Mm-hmm. You said, I want to watch more Breaking Bad. And it gives you all the episodes for Breaking Bad. And then you choose that and then you go into the video. Mm-hmm. It was like a three-step process. Yeah. And I mean, we we played around with it for a little bit, but I had, what we ended on was what we have today of, if I click on a show, let's just go ahead and get them uh, in episodes so they can start watching. So we kind of like skip the middleman, but we still give, give them the chance to shop around with all the other episodes mm-hmm. right there. So it kind of just like, it melded the individual show like home mm-hmm. with the video thing yeah and i i, I think as, as a kind of compare and contrast i unfortunately you can't go back to the old site I, I don't know if the wayback machine will work for this but you know if you go back to the old site and like try to find an episode of the Bombcast from 2010 like i i don't even know how i would do that i think you have to just go to the one like the episode the Bombcast page and then paginate back or something like that sucks like that's that's not a great experience um because, you know, you hear of some funny thing or you, you see a clip on YouTube of this funny episode and you're like, oh, I want to listen to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like the old site, it was really hard to find. You know, you, you could always use search. And I think our search is a lot better than it used to be. But mm-hmm. still, like if you wanted to browse around, like now you can actually go back into the, our huge archives. And that those archives are like on display finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you could do what everybody else says in the comments. Just go to QL crew uh, and just yeah. like shop around from there. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, props to uh, QL crew because like that, that site, I mean, they've been doing, uh, doing our job well for a long time. I think QL crew, especially, uh, I, I think the weird reason we didn't like just crib off all, all his work Um or all their work. I don't, I don't actually know. Oh, wait, no, all his work. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's one guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't know. Shit. <laughs> I think it's just one guy, yeah. Um, uh, I know I know of at least one guy who works on it. I've, I've spoke to him before, but I didn't know if he had help or whatever. But um, it, it it's for the hardcore user, right? Like, if you know Giant Bomb and you want to find one video in specific of Vinny and Dan doing a thing, like, I, I don't think we could ever duplicate that dude's... We, like, his, he's got, like, so much data. Um, so, you know, I, I would still direct some people to QL crew for stuff like that, like that. He's just done such a good yeah. job. Um, but yeah. I think we have a, a tough job of like, 
we can make a super hardcore, we need more data. We don't have all the data that he has, but um, we could make a super hardcore search and filtering system like that. But um, we have to first think of as many people as possible, right? Yeah. And honestly, like that was one of the bigger issues that I wanted to do more work on is that we had this weird middle ground where it was just kind of hard for everybody to find anything. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to have it to where it was simpler for people who had no idea what John Bomb was to find just something to dig into. Uh, and that was just, it, that was a big challenge. And that's not to say we, you know, built it just with those people, like no. just, oh, just no. with new people in mind, because that we wouldn't want to build that site because that's not who we are. We've all three of us came from the community. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned that, like Chris was in the giant bomb community, right? Yep. I was. Yeah. Um, and that's how you found out about this job. Yeah, and I was on the forums uh, when Rick <laughs> posted a job posting and then I replied. Yeah. So. so like we all use the site and we're not, and I, I've been using the site for 10 years. Like I, I think I'm a power user enough to, to want that stuff. But so we built it in, in, part for ourselves and in part for the new people. And we try to ha find a happy middle ground. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have some cool stuff in the pipe that um, we will talk about eventually on this show after, probably after it goes live or after it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. in some kind of preview state. But we're, we're trying to work towards that. Um, but that's a hard problem. Um, it's a hard problem mainly because you need data. You need tags for everything, right? Yeah. We have general tags of who's in a video, not where they are in the video timestamps like we don't have any of that stuff so we have some cool stuff that we're thinking about and and kind of prototyping that i think might help in that but yeah um, yeah and that uh, honestly i'm glad that you said that because uh, there was the whole subject around how the the media player sits mm -hmm. on uh, like the actual like episode page mm -hmm. layout um that was god we had several designs on that just like how everything sits on the page because originally it was your traditional like there's the video player and then there's a bunch of metadata underneath and then there's comments and then off to the side there was episodes like it kind of felt like youtube in a sense mm -hmm. i had a bunch of different like just weird fucking ideas yeah uh but this one it kind of felt like it made sense for stuff that we eventually want to do. And we're almost like setting up our, like a little platform of how mm -hmm. like we want the page to exist. Um, because there's some stuff like pe people have already noticed that we don't have on there, like things like tags right. um, and some of like that, those kinds of associations. And of course they're not sitting there right now. Like it's that super obvious if you're going mm -hmm. on the site. Um, but we want to give everything the chance to have home. So like if you're going to the page right now, it has the the title, it has the deck, it has all the basic information right there. And having it where like we could populate more data in there over time mm -hmm. was something that I was super concerned about because I don't want the page to be super heavy mm -hmm. or cumbersome. I like I wanted it to be it I wanted it to be approachable enough for somebody who's brand new, but also something that was like easy to parse through for somebody who had been here for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, so it's just trying to give everything at home, even if it's not moved in yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, that, that way it also kind of put the page into three different sections. We're talking like the media player up at the top, uh, the carousel for all the other episodes and then, uh, comments underneath. So it was just like straightforward. It also works well on mobile, mm -hmm. uh, because that's something that I think, you know, we could have been better about in the past and we're starting to get a lot better with now. Yeah. Our mobile site has, was always kind of. A second thought in a lot of cases and you know it was back when i first started doing web design when people were talking about mobile first and it's like 
well, I don't even know if people were, we were, people weren't talking about mobile first back then. They were talking about how, like responsive design and how to like fit your desktop site on a mobile. And yeah. what everybody ended up doing is like, all right, well, everything is just, ver uh, you know, horizontal. Let's just make it vertical and stack everything up. And then it's just a bunch of stacks of crap on top of each other. Like, yeah. like in the old site, if, if you wanted to see the upcoming module on the homepage, Good get luck. ready, get ready to scroll because you're scrolling for days. Um, so, you know, that I think that's what I, one of the things I really like about this design is it, it does fit on devices and it fits like if you want to watch a giant bomb video anywhere like laying in bed in the morning like the site works i think a lot better than it used to for that you know yeah yeah, yeah. and like we did make some sacrifices like i've heard people talking about the content that sits on top of the video player and it goes away when you start watching mm -hmm. and yeah i totally get that and you know on one hand it's hard to focus on a video and text on top of or text mm -hmm. around it even if it was below it like you have to make sacrifices with your attention span you can't yeah. you can't do both at the same time unless it's like the bomb cast and you're just listening in um but also it's just like a matter of space and uh, just trying to get the page to feel as simple and efficient mm -hmm. as it could be yeah to showcase the content i mean you want to showcase the the thing you're there for which mm -hmm. is watching video for the most part right yeah yeah because yeah. at the end of the day you're like either watching the video actively or a lot of people just have it on like a second screen in the background and it's just kind of either background noise or like part of their while they're playing wow or whatever the fuck it is um which is why i added that autoplay feature which has been fixed now by the way there's a, there's a well <laughs> not fixed like improved there's a big improved. pause button now if you pause yeah. it it will stay paused and you won't have to worry about it so i know that was one of the biggest things of feedback where i was like I fucking hate the autoplay thing. It's so annoying. I'm like, sorry, you can pause it now. I just want to make something good, man. <laughs> I just wanted that feature. Yep. Um, yeah, because if you're watching this as a run, you you want to see the run, man. Yeah, like, you got to watch yeah. the whole run through. Come yeah. on. You, yeah. You, people, the casuals out there, just like watching, <laughs> watching one episode. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, overall, it it, like, from the outside, I understand that episodes seem simple. Mm -hmm. and something that should should have been very obvious and something that, like, of course they're going to build it. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's why I'm glad that we were able to chat about it because, like, there was a lot of shit under the hood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and a lot of shit that broke and it was hard and, like, frustrated us for days. Like, yeah. it's it's it seems like such a simple concept, but, you know, as you, you know, if I'm sure there are people out there listening who are engineers or developers or whatever, and, you know, it's, it's amazing how, like, the simplest problems can compound and... and present weird issues you didn't think about. And mm -hmm. I don't know, we, we just kind of wanted to highlight some of those because I think that's that's part of being a developer and a you know designer is just like, not, the things you think are easy are never easy. And some of the things you think are really hard, like, oh shit, that was, that was really easy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that like, doesn't happen very much. Okay, so, so case in point. Uh, so we had the idea for what we want to do, just like this whole idea of an episode, blah. We start building it. And then I, it was one of the meetings where we were like, everybody was catching up and somebody asked the question, hey, what do we do with comments for the Bombcast? Because there's four <laughs> threads. And we were, what? Like, we were like, oh, fuck. Like, okay, we got to do, uh, let's see, can we like, like figure out which ones work together, like mix match together and like maybe we just pick one thread and like, yeah, everybody was like, guys, you're overthinking this. Like just fucking merge them together. Like yeah. what, what's going to, like if someone, the, I think the worst possible thing is like someone includes a timestamp or something. And if you go to the free version, maybe the timestamp's a little off or something like that. It's like, just fucking merge them. Like that's a simple, simple yeah. solution. Let's just do it. It's fine. <laughs> so yeah. And then like you guys came back to me and said, Hey, 
what about this from like a design standpoint? And I said, I the, their comments, uh, just put them together. Like, what are we gonna do? Like, have four different tabs? No. Let's, let's. Yeah, like, do we switch out the comments when you switch episode types? Like, <laughs> no. Like, oh god. Then you have four different discussions going on in one. Pa- oh god. Yeah. 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 We, we decided just to mash them all together. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, I mean, ultimately, I'm glad that it kind of ended up where it is, and I'm stoked about all this stuff that we'll probably eventually either, like, add in or, like, bring back in that was there in the past, whatever it may be. But mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it's a pretty good foundation to work off of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was super happy with it. And, like, I, I think that where I realized that is, like, last night we went to the bar, the three of us, like, after the redesign yep. la- or the, after the launch, and... We were sitting in the bar and like we all had the site up on our phones and we were just playing with it. And it's like, ah, this is awesome. Like we we made this thing. Mine was slower because they didn't have the momentum scrolling. <laughs> so like I had to work for it. But I was there. I was there in spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the moment I realized like, oh, shit, I think I think it's good. I think we we we, we pulled it off a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously there's way, a ton of ways we need to improve mm-hmm. and there's a lot of work to go. Yeah. So and we're, uh, we're looking at feedback and we're going to be addressing this stuff over the coming weeks. Oh yeah, so, for yeah. sure. Like yeah. we're not uh, by any means done with that as, as evidenced by the last two days, like we've been, I think I've done at least a dozen builds in the last two days. Well, maybe not a dozen, but probably right up around there builds in the last two days, like Ooh. fixing issues mm-hmm. and adding new stuff. So um, we're still listening to your feedback and, and I, I do want to just say a, a thank you to the community who has been like super fucking cool. Yeah. Like I, I've never got this much, you know, love in the comments sections of, or in mentions in Twitter or something like everybody's been super awesome. And that's, that's like when you release a baby like this, that you've been working on for, you know, a long time (laughs) and everybody, and everybody's like, and everybody, you know, kind of likes it. Yeah. Um, that, that is a really good feeling. So thank you all. It doesn't even feel like a baby, though. It feels like a toddler. Yeah, like, it's a toddler. Yeah. yeah. Screaming but. and breaking shit all the time. That kind of toddler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Well, um, yeah, I'd, I would say that if people have more questions, obviously, we've been going through all the comment threads on Reddit and on the site. I've been going through Twitter since yesterday, yeah. um, which has been just uh, just so much stuff mm-hmm. coming in, yeah. which is, hey, it's great. It's just a lot to go through. Uh, but if you guys want to keep doing that, that's great. But, uh, I think right now, probably the best way to do it is either hit us up on Twitter or the, I mean, we have, uh, so as of now, we actually do have a page uh, on the site with comments. What? So we can, yeah, you can go to this episode that you're listening to, um, and go oh. to the comments of that episode. And, and that's right. <laughs> that's a thing. Um, so we'll, we'll be reading those. I mean, I've, I'll, I'll, I've been responding to a ton of people on Twitter too and stuff, but, yeah. uh, we, we kind of, we'll be just aggregating from all different places. But if you, if you have specific questions, maybe throw them in, in the comment section of this episode. Um, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And if we don't get to it immediately, one, we've, we're reading literally everything. Yeah, so, yeah. uh, we see it. We don't talk about For it. Better or worse, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, so, yeah, we might not bring it up immediately. We might not answer it on like the next episode. Sometimes we just kind of save this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a good point is when we were talking about the logo earlier. Like I want to sit down and like really talk about it. Yeah. I just kind of don't want to nickel and dime answers along the way. So we might save it along like however many episodes. But I, I'm sure we're gonna get to most of it. Yeah. And if you have ideas or things you want to hear, um, about like episode topics, uh, I think, um, one I've heard people talk about is like infinite, like people want to know how infinite works and how we (laughs) built that. Um, and that's a fun story. So like, I want to have an episode on infinite on our chat system in general Mm -hmm. on, 
you know, all kinds of stuff. So if, if you have stuff you want to hear about it also, we're, we're way open to any of that. Um, yeah, yeah well, let's ideas. talk about some weird shit, man. <laughs> Infinite's about as weird as it gets. Yep. Cool. Well, uh, Chris, thanks for tagging along this time around. Yeah. Thanks you guys for having me. Yeah, yep. man. And, uh, hopefully we have, bleh, we'll have <laughs> you back on for probably some other stuff. Cause uh, you touched like, I mean, <laughs> you, they built half of chat and part of infinite and all kinds of, yeah, yeah it, I would love to. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, until next time, see you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye guys. <laughs>